Uh, well, we can wait for. Uh, oh! Oh, we got text. <laughs> no, you need. You're needed up here. You're needed up here, actually. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> do you, how, how do I make the well, notes? We need app? IT. <laughs> needs IT. <laughs> how, how do the notes get on my phone from the computer? <laughs> can you send them through the intertubes? Yeah, make it. Make it. You to, you know a little to trick to, to make to, the to update the notes app on the phone. <laughs> Don't you, you do you know, that? Are, I, so that I want the notes here want, to be there. Yeah, the words. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I thought they were going there and not there. Okay. I want them to go here. Okay. Yeah, that's no, a whole new world that I didn't. This well, is great it, content, poor. Oh. You're absolutely right. These oh, need to be there. <laughs> But if they can't be, I'll just spray it off the computer. New fantastic <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 oh, hours. Oh, shit. I forgot to write you guys' Stan's intros. team oh. of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists we'll skip. to give various potentially comedic <laughs> takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time right. in front of a live studio audience in a show called... <laughs> Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, the show not afraid to go near there. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist uh, once fought a Wolverine with a shovel. Uh, I didn't write intros. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's one of the hosts of Talkies. It's a Viva Seagull. Our second panelist owns the largest (laughs) collection of... Uh, disembodied Barbie dolls in the <laughs> contiguous United mm-hmm. States. Uh, she's a wonderful comic and artist. It's Jillian Marie. And our third panelist wishes you wouldn't. He's an incredible writer and performer. <laughs> it's Nick Pettigrew. Hey, yeah. And Remember, I'm... that's Stab Comedy Theater for improv instead of... <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, take a class. Clearly, I'm... <laughs> I just normally I write <laughs> intros for everybody, and they're they they're different. You know what? Yeah. Hi, I'm your host Jesse Jones. I wrote one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host Jesse Jones. Still looking for the element I'd be at home in. Uh, <laughs> this is Stab. Um, best have taken internally. Uh, let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, Aviva, hi there. Hi. How are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. It's me too. it's been a Good long time since I've seen you in person. Long time. Yeah. Happy to be here. I love Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a town. <laughs> it's flat. Hell of a town. It is very flat. I like the flat streets. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You spent a lot of time in San Francisco. Yeah. Where that is decidedly not the case. No. A lot of hills. Yeah. Um, don't, don't love it. No. Uh, One of yeah. the least good parts of it. Yeah. Um, that and, of course, the crippling homeless problem. Sure. I'd rather <laughs> live here. It's nice. There's trees. Yeah. Everyone in this room is cool. <laughs> and that, and we're all in Sacramento. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So far. Yeah. Just as good as you can get. This is as good as it can get. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, good to see you. Uh, always, always enjoy having And it's wonderful that uh, we caught you coming up here. Uh, to have you in person, so uh, anything I've, we've already done. It seems like we've been with you a long time, so I, I don't know that I should get into anything interesting. <laughs> how you've been like doing? More questions? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we spent a large chunk of it uh, engineering your <laughs> your station here. 
So we'll just say uh, happy to see you, Aviva, Thank and you move for having down the me. line. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Julian, hey there. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah? Any, yes. How's how's things? Anything uh, fun since last you've been uh, around these parts? Yeah, things have been fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I had two new pullets come into lay, so... Uh-huh. Um, that's very exciting. <laughs> That's chicken talk. That's oh, chicken okay. talk. Okay. Those are young uh, hens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pullets come into lay. And I chose these pullets in the spring for the colors their eggs will be. So they're oh. the two I have right now are um, a dark chocolate brown from okay. my black copper marin, Mark Marin. <laughs> sure. And um, <laughs> a, a kind of speckled olive from one of my olive eggers, Punky Brewster. So sure. we're... I'm pretty excited about that. I brought you some. Yeah. People oh. like pullet eggs because they have a higher yolk to white ratio. Oh. I hope you know what to do with that. Uh, I I scramble them. Yeah, so that's it's probably <laughs> best. Yeah, that's. I hate eggs. Oh, I do. Well, yeah. then. <laughs> um, well, that was a turn. <laughs> well, uh, that's a very sensible choice then. <laughs> raising egg-laying chickens, uh, obviously. <laughs> I don't. Is it to, just to see him suffer? I'm not sure. A hen actually adopted me. That oh. was the whole. That's okay. why I have chickens. It's uh, and they don't suffer. I've built them this entire uh, backyard city with oh. tunnels. So <laughs> wow. they're spoiled chickens. <laughs> spoiled chickens. Well, um, I'm glad you've given in to their demands. <laughs> well, they scream. Oh, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess that's a thing. All right, I'm telling, I'm trying to multitask. Uh, and Nick Pettigrew. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not saying and Nick Pettigrew for the typing. For the, for the uh, no, that was your and Nick Pettigrew. That was the whole intro. That was your intro. And Nick Pettigrew, I guess. I don't know. He's here. I guess we'll talk to him. Uh, yeah, Nick, hi there. <laughs> Nick Pettigrew. Good hey, to see you. how you doing? Doing great. Feeling good. Loose. Feeling loose. <laughs> All right. Uh, what have you been up to since uh, uh, last we had you on? You were uh, doing some game development. Still doing stuff? some game dev. Yeah. Uh, cool. Still working on my uh, Express Exorcism game. Mm-hmm. It's going. Expressorcism. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out in October. Now, who knows? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Well, looking forward to <laughs> still enjoying all the itch games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear it's uh, it's good to get, like, uh, stuff on your wish list if it's, like, yeah. for you. Oh, uh, yeah, get trying, to build, trying to build wish lists right so now. I'll I'm get at, that like, on there. I think I have, like, 50. Nice. So at the, the exchange rate of wish list to purchases... I'm going to get one. <laughs> well, <laughs> one person. You'll at least get our purchase. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um, so, yeah, look for Nick Pettigrew. Uh, Nick Pettigrew. Uh, <laughs> just typing it. Uh, on Steam, go ahead and wish list uh, mm-hmm. Nick's game. Uh, Express Resist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for those quickie exorcisms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could explain the game. Is that, I mean, that's basically. I mean, it's it. literally, yeah, 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 yeah. You have, like, Ten seconds to do an exorcism, or else the person explodes. Oh, so wow! Yeah, get it done. Yeah, all right. That's gonna take past October. 
<laughs> I kid. I'm, I'm, I kid. I'm trying to put in a storyline like a real asshole. Like, there's no story there. You don't need a story, but I'm going to put one in. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so that the one person who buys it can oh, be enthralled. Got to get those fifty wish. You got to turn those fifty wish listers over into into purchasers. That's and for goal. that you need a solid storyline. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Nick. Uh, no matter how I say it, it always just sounds dismissive. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Can we start the show then? All right. <laughs> Oh, it's segment one. It's reorganization. It's generally how we start shows. <clears throat> Here we are. Movies and TV are a lot more than what you get to see on the screen. Like, a lot more. Like, kind of pretty much 99% more. Almost all of what you see is hiding things you aren't meant to see. I overwrote this intro, but I'm going <laughs> to do it anyway. <laughs> the visual, audio, and other technical aspects of our entertainment are all swept under the rug of a scroll of names under songs available only on the soundtrack and appearing nowhere in the film. What I'm saying, I think, is that the SMPTE, or Society of Motion Picture and Television Engineers, is kind of an important part of everything you see and enjoy, and we don't even think about it. And keeping with that, let's stop thinking about those hard-working uh, hard faceless professionals and tell me who or what else SMPTE might stand for or represent to you. Aviva, hi there. Let's actually hi. begin the show proper with this. Here's... <laughs> What SMPTE uh, means. It actually stands for um, <laughs> Simply Mad P.T. Anderson. <laughs> now, we all know like the well-respected film director P.T. Anderson, right? So he has an evil nemesis that lives in an alternate dimension <laughs> who is Simply Mad. Simply Mad. And he's known as P.T. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really bad guy. He's on a mission to end the world and humanity as a whole. And he also makes movies, like his uh, alternate dimension self, P.T. Sure. Anderson. He doesn't make, like, L.A.-based indie movies like P.T. Anderson. They're usually, like, set in, you know, his movies are, like, in San Fernando Valley. Oh, okay. Um, he makes, like, kind of Michael Bay-style action movies. Sure. Um, some of them are pretty good. Yeah. Mostly not great. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're like at home just trying to like kind of like tune, you're just like doing your laundry mm -hmm. and you're like, I'll put this on. But they're not good. <laughs> and he's also, <laughs> he's never cast Philip Seymour uh, Hoffman in any of his movies. That's a shame. Um, and now we can never do no, that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> I accidentally wrote Philip Seymour Hall. <laughs> but but P.T. Anderson cast Philip Baker Hall mm. In one of his movies, I okay. think. Or two. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Also, P.T. Anderson, Anderson. He's the bad one mm -hmm. in the other dimension. He's also really demanding on set. And he's horrible to his wife, uh, Muya Randolph. <laughs> because P.T. Anderson is mm -hmm. married to Maya Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um... In all of that, I always like to like to, <laughs> to share with panelists the dumb thing that I take away that I shouldn't from all of the hard work that you did. Um, yeah, in all of that, what I what I'm saddest about is that <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is also dead in that universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah he is. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That bums me out. <laughs> yeah. P.T. Anderson, just like Michael Bay movies. Some of them are right. Most of them not very good. They're fine. I mean, I'll always put Armageddon on in the background. You always do that. <laughs> when I it's ha- playing right now. On you. <laughs> when I had cable, if I would stumble upon a channel that had Armageddon on, that's what was happening for the next 40 minutes to an hour and a half, or whenever I caught it. It's the next just... six hours, because you just put it on repeat? Yeah. Well, okay. if I can. If you can. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's the magic <laughs> of Armageddon. Uh, thank you, Aviva. Uh, hey, uh, Jillian. I'm not looking at you, and that's rude. Um, <laughs> let's hear your SMPTE. The following is a public service announcement from mm. Focus on the Family. <laughs> it's hard to raise up godly teenagers in America today. Right, parents? Mm-hmm. Woke culture, sex positivity, <laughs> cell phones that dial up Pornhub in minutes. Oh. Your teenager's cell phone can be Lucifer's playground, or it can be your greatest and most important tool in monitoring every moment of little Travers' life and making sure he holds to the straight and narrow, if you know how to really read a teenager's texts. We all know that LOL stands for lots of love, but what about more nefarious acronyms? When little Susie texts, FTW, she's letting her friends know she found the weed. That's a cry for help, mom and dad. Is Billy texting ROFL? Then he's rousing our friend Lucifer. Time to call for an exorcism in 10 seconds or less or his head will explode. (laughs) But what if Sally's boyfriend wants her to SMPTE tomorrow? Dad, lock your little girl up. He may be the pastor's son, but little Johnny is asking your precious princess to suck my penis to ejaculation. (laughs) These are indeed dark times, but as the kids say, YOLO, yes, our Lord overcomes. Stay safe. Oh, God damn it. Only beat you there by seconds, but I saw where you were going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Nick Pettigrew, let's finish up some reorganization with your SMPTE. SMPTE to me means, uh, so my parents turned evil. (laughs) Oh, no. This refers to the phenomenon whereby you realize that your parents have turned evil. (laughs) For example, it may be something small like finding a MAGA hat on the counter. (laughs) Or it may be something more obvious like an an altar to Asmodeus adorned with seven decapitated goat's heads to symbolize the seven husbands of Sarah that Asmodeus slew on their wedding nights. (laughs) Anything like that. Maybe you hear Tucker Carlson blaring in the living room. Or maybe, like me, you can hear druidic chanting and the screams of a creature that sounds both divine and tortured. So you go down and crack open the door to the basement, and you see your parents, completely nude, covered in runes written in blood, and they're slowly plucking the feathers from an angel's wings, relishing in the pleasure with each cry of pain the angelic being lets out. It looks at you through blood-stained tears and pleads for help with naught but a look. You slowly close the door, head upstairs, 
and grab a pack of Ho-Hos. <laughs> Either way, you really can't say which one's worse, no. but S-M-P-T-E. <laughs> so my parents are evil. <laughs> it happens. And, and who is to say which is worse? Yeah, no one knows. That's pretty even ground, sadly. Uh, thank you, Nick. <laughs> oh, the paint. <laughs> tormented screams. Uh, the pain tormented screams of segment two pickup lines. Oh, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> who enjoys singledom? People who are self fulfilled and perfectly happy with all of their freedom and being beholden to no one else in their choices or decisions? <laughs> yeah, like that's a thing. What, what someone, uh, what someone like, oh yeah, sorry, I don't reread these after I write them. <laughs> what someone like that really needs is to clumsily attempt to hook up with someone to really show them why they're happy to be missing all that. <laughs> pickup lines are your gateway to relationship <laughs> bliss. So how about y'all give me three pickup lines to or from the following people, places, or things looking to really tie yourself down to some other needy someone. Why not? <clears throat> the punctuation is weird in that sense. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, so we'll go one, 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 two, two, two. Three times around the horn as we do generally in segment two. Aviva. Let's hear your first of three pickup lines to or from a box of wine. Are they from a box of wine? Two or from. I'm doing two. That's fine. Hey. (laughs) Are you a box of wine? (laughs) Because I'd like to pick you up from a 7-Eleven and feel embarrassed to bring you to a dinner party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Same as a bottle. Like my wine from a plastic bag inside a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Let's overcomplicate wine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Aviva. Yeah. Um, Jillian, um, looking forward to. Well, I'm looking forward to all of these, but um, let's <laughs> let's hear your first pickup line to or from the VHS aisle of a thrift store. Mm, yes, uh, I'm speaking to the VHS okay. aisle of the thrift store. <clears throat> You can call me Mickey Mouse if I can slide inside your Disney vault. (laughs) Yeah. That's nice. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, and really, those oversized plastic (laughs) cases. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, the Disney vault is not open all the time. No. (laughs) No. That is a special occasion. (laughs) Limited time only. (laughs) You can slide in there. Uh, (laughs) And then they're gone forever. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jillian. Uh, Nick, let's hear your first. I know that I know this this particular thing has been around before. I'm not sure if we've uh, gone pickup lines, but we've we've enjoyed this uh, this person, place, or thing before. Uh, let's hear your pickup lines. To or from a spray bottle of I can't believe it's not butter. Okay, this is this is to the spray bottle. <laughs> Just want to keep on trend. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, sup, girl? I heard that just a few sprays of you is an insignificant amount of calories, but there ain't nothing insignificant about how much I'm going to make you squirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Felt good about that one. <laughs> That's a winner. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I didn't see a squirting uh, reference coming. 
<laughs> I inserted a spray bottle into this segment and didn't see the squirting coming. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nick. Second time around, Aviva. Uh, to or from, and it sounds like it's all two. They're all two. A box of wine. Hey, I'm making a series of unboxing videos on YouTube. <laughs> How would you like to star in one so I can see the bag you keep inside you and release your spigot? <laughs> <laughs> you know, anytime, anytime you hear somebody asking to release your spigot, it's going to be a good time. I feel like this one was actually really threatening. <laughs> going to release your spigot. <laughs> the best pickup lines are. Yeah. <laughs> there should be an even mix of threat and titillation. Sure. Scarouse me. <laughs> Oh, man. Episode title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, second time around, Jillian, uh, VHS Isle of a Thrift Store. Are you Kickboxer, Time Cop, and the rest of the Jean-Claude Van Damme Criterion Collection? Because Jean-Claude Van Damme, you're fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the splits. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure, not sure. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Nick, uh, pickup line, spray bottle. I can't believe it's not butter. Uh oh. Oh, no. Fine. I'm, oh, okay, okay, I'm back. I'm That's back. What I'm I was back. worried. That's what I was worried about. Sup, girl? You can just call me low sodium popping corn <laughs> because I want you all over me. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's more about how you say it than what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I know um, anytime I've ever had a, a bottle of this, I've defeated its purpose entirely because I need to use way much, <laughs> it's way too much yeah. <laughs> to, to balance out <laughs> actually getting any flavor out of the thing. So I, mm. I, it's, I defeat the purpose yeah. of I can't believe it's not butter. Aviva, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's r start wrapping up. Uh, <laughs> pick up hey. Let's start wrapping this show. Yeah, let's... <laughs> <laughs> We're stopping at segment two, guys. Shut it down. Yeah. Last one out. Turn out the lights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear your third. Two, a box of wine. Yeah. How about you come back to my place so I can chug you <laughs> till I'm not done. <laughs> so I can chug you till I vomit all over my living room while I'm half watching an episode of Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. It works every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, work on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jillian, uh, your final pickup line to or from the VHS, VHS aisle of a thrift store. I hope this one finally works. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I have a universal remote. <laughs> So I can hit play, fast forward, and rewind. But I'd rather hit that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which button is that, baby? Which button? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to stop myself from my other thoughts and move on. Let them out. So many questions. I don't know. Which button is it? I mean, I guess it's switching over to VCR. The button on top, you're doing 
TVs, cable, VCR, uh, <laughs> miscellaneous, aux. Uh, <laughs> aux isn't tapping that ass. Uh, all right. <laughs> Nick, let's end these pickup lines. Your final tour from a spray bottle of I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. All right. Uh, Sup, girl! <laughs> I was checking out your ingredients, and I saw that you have lactic acid. But if you were with me, you'd never lack dick. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, always so uh, good. <laughs> Troubling. All I right. feel like uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we strive for here. Stab Industries. Segment three, it's recipes. We're going from, <laughs> from can't believe it's not butter, to recipes. Naturally. Uh, I'm a tasty little quiche! <laughs> I should elaborate. <laughs> the quiche of me is the sum of all the ingredients of moments of my life that have all been whisked together to fluffy peaks and seasoned to taste. It's possible that I don't know how to make a quiche. The point, <laughs> the point though is that we all understand that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of. And that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of. And in recipes, it's your task to give us the recipes for what makes up these other various stuffs and things. Aviva. Oh, this one's been sitting on the, on the dock for a little while. Been really? trying to figure out where it goes. Here it is. You get it. Let's hear your <laughs> recipe for someone who snaps their gum in the office all day. Um... This is the recipe uh, for someone who snaps gum, their gum in the office all day. And this is actually a, a secret recipe from my Nona from back in the old country. Sure. So all don't go ones. sharing this with anybody. It's really good. So you're going to need a degree in marketing for sure. And then her parents or his parents... Um, they told them that they could do no wrong. They never, like, criticized them. They were never like, you shouldn't, you know, play on... Like, they, they were just like, you're doing a great job. And they weren't doing a good job. They are doing a really bad job most of the time. And then their boyfriend works in sales. So they're like a marketing sales couple, which is really bad. Um, they need a mouth to chew chair to sit in because they're in an office desk to work on computer <laughs> i started just listing things in the office but you do need those things yeah. because then it's not an office yeah papers <laughs> and then a coffee pot because everyone needs a little break mm. and to get a little caffeine sure. clock to see what time it is in the office uh -huh. um and then gum <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No. That's exactly how that goes. That's the whole <laughs> recipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. I mean, you need to list all of the ingredients. You got the main ingredients up front, and then there, you still need a pinch of salt. That's just the thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you, <laughs> Um. Uh, hmm. Okay. Uh, I didn't notice that I gave you the BHS, BHS aisle, and then this. I don't know. Maybe there was uh, some theming going on, accidentally. But Aviva or no, uh, ugh, Jillian, uh, we just had Aviva, and they <laughs> successfully completed their task. Uh, <laughs> now moving on, Jillian. Let's hear your recipe for an '80s comedy. 
Well, I always like to rhyme this one like the examples in the prompt, so. <clears throat> one unremarkable white male protagonist. Reaganites in blazers or aggro jock antagonists. One blonde, one brunette for a Madonna whore archetype. A nerd, a fat friend, an offensive foreign stereotype. A raging house party where everyone's drunk, sports cars, slapstick, and John Hughes's spunk. <laughs> Peeping Tom's date rape, falling in love. That's what 1980s comedies are made of. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. We all like that. Largely problematic. <laughs> I just want to I want to write a movie nowadays <laughs> that that starts with 80s comedy tropes and then the actual repercussions oh, of yeah, those yeah, actions yeah. is like the second and third act. That's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. Uh steal it. Give me credit? I don't know. Uh, uh Nick Let's wrap up recipes right quick. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a nice, cheery, fun one. This is so, yeah. <laughs> Could go either way, but I think I get where it's going. Let's give us uh, your recipe for a day at the state fair. All right. Uh, you're going to start by preheating the oven to, I promise we'll have fun this year. <laughs> Add one cup of $20 for parking. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> to a poorly greased pan and set to low heat. Make sure your significant other stirs often with, no, you said we should go to the fair. <laughs> Add two whole, I don't need sunscreen, my grandma is Italian. And make sure to turn up the pan to, Jesus Christ, this heat, why is it so hot on the asphalt in the middle of July? <laughs> At this point when everything's on fire, make sure to dump four pounds of sugar, three Bud Light Limes, and three All-Star Dip Packets. Sun-dried tomato only, crab supreme if you're a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Into a pan and let it come up to a... Uh, 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 uh. Wait the entire duration of a silent family trip on the monorail before folding in a... I know you're miserable. I'm miserable. We're all miserable. Let's just go to the fucking livestock pavilion. <laughs> Maintain direct eye contact with a cow. <laughs> Relate that you are both prisoners of your own circumstances. Envy the cow, because its death will be quick. <laughs> Yours will be slow and suffering. Garnish with the same fucking county dioramas <laughs> that I've seen since I was a kid. If you have it, maybe toss in a replica Ecto-1 or Monster Mobile. <laughs> Serve with a silent muttering of, I'm never doing this shit again. Repeat the whole process the following week when a friend asks if you want to go. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh. And if you can get a pinch of uh, cover band playing uh, Sublime. Oh, yeah. Then... <laughs> You know, <laughs> the day is complete. Uh, thank you, Nick. That's recipes. Guys, two more seconds. And if you, <laughs> if you thought that pickup lines were spicy, wait for segment four dating profiles. Could you fill out a questionnaire that someone would eventually want to fuck? Well, maybe we should work on that. 
Online dating is where connections are made, and your soulmate might just be dismissed out of hand because of a simple missed, missed type. God, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't spell typo <laughs> in my own description. Wow. And I think it was supposed to be dismissed typo. You know what? How about I go fuck myself? <laughs> but, you know, it's the system that we have. So just suck it up, I guess. In dating profiles, you're asked to create the dating profiles of the following persons, places, things, or whatnot. Don't worry. The entire rest of your life is only counting on it. Aviva. <laughs> uh, let's read your dating profile for a gaggle of geese. Okay. Name. Gaggle of geese. <laughs> Uh, but my friends just call me GG Feathers. And that that's Feathers with a Z. Mm. Nice. Um, books. Anything by Mother Goose and Harry Potter before you know who said the you know what. <laughs> <laughs> Movies. Anything with Ryan Gosling. I know his last name sounds like Goose, but it really has nothing to do with that. So please stop <laughs> messaging with questions asking about it. Also, I like Top Gun, and yes, it is because there is a character named Goose in it. We're an easygoing gaggle of geese that love to get our squawk on. Need to be okay with polyamory and open to group stuff. Not sex, just group stuff, like renting a pontoon boat together or going to an escape room. We also hate liars. Liars need not apply. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Learn something about geese. <laughs> hate liars. It's probably a reference that I'm missing, and now I'm going to feel stupid. Later. So you shouldn't apply. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aviva. No, no one. Sorry. I shouldn't. I don't know no, that I can handle all those group activities. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to try an escape room? Just haven't gotten there. I haven't done it either. Uh, They're terrible. Are they? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. I yeah. love mm. them. <laughs> <laughs> to each to each their own. Uh, <laughs> Jillian. Oh, yeah. This one's also been on the document for a while. And now you get it. You're welcome. Jillian, let's hear a dating profile from a guy who doesn't own sleeves. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just a good old boy who loves pumping iron, slamming cores light, and exercising my right to bare arms. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking for a hot little mama to share my bed, birth my sons, and live a life free from the oppressive grip of big sleeve. <laughs> I work hard, but I clean up nice in a sleeveless flannel, flannel and denim vest. And I'd love to take you tailgating at a high school football game for our first date. Swipe left if you have kids, you weigh over 125 pounds, you don't own a seam ripper. <laughs> nice. Now, see, that is an insight into the, the sleeveless guy. One, he doesn't just tear him off. One, he doesn't cut him off at the seam. He likes a nice, clean edge. So you've right. got to have that seam ripper. He knows about having the right tools. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it. And <laughs> sleeveless <laughs> sleeveless flannel under denim vest. Yeah. That is classy. That'd get me. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> Heart of ice. Probably people that love escape rooms. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a delightful challenge. <laughs> so full of mental gymnastics. Yeah, you have to... <laughs> You have to really put two and two together. <laughs> I'm. I want to go too. I'm. I'm only. <laughs> I'm only piling on. Um, <laughs> Nick Pedigree. Let's uh, wrap up some dating profiles. Uh, I don't know. Let's hear your dating profile for compound interest. <laughs> I also do not know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> oh. I am compound interest. <laughs> Who am I? Nobody knows. <laughs> I am an enigma wrapped inside the fear of anything having to do with finances. I'm not like other simple interests that you fooled around with in the past. The fact that Pound is in my name? This is not a mistake. <laughs> the longer you keep me around, the more compounding I do to you. Uh, I only have one interest. Compound. <laughs> My favorite dessert, strawberry compound cake. Yes. My favorite vacation spot, a little spot in Waco, Texas called the Branch Davidian compound. <laughs> My dream job, actually, I love animals. I want, to run, I want to one day run a large enclosed complex of buildings that house multiple, multiple different animal rescues, each specializing in two different animals. One would be cats and dogs, one would be fish and turtles, etc. It would be a compound pound compound. <laughs> but my favorite compound? I hope it will be me and you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Compound, pound, compound. That's good. <laughs> and yeah, that's the way to deal with something that we don't understand. Use its components. Break it down. Explode it out. That's how we do it. <laughs> don't research compound interest. Just take. Yeah. That's I don't a want headache waiting to happen. Yeah. There's more of it. It keeps. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Uh, what doesn't sound terrible? Mm-mm-mm. Segment five. <laughs> it's new fall lineup. Finally, the age of prestige television has burst open and birthed TV show companions of major motion picture franchises, choking out any original ideas in its wake. Hail Disney! Hail Disney! <laughs> anyway. For the most part, TV is pretty neat, and we all enjoy it. So how about we take a crack at making some of our own? In new fall lineup, you're asked to give us your rundown of the following new TV series. Based on these randomly generated titles, skimmed from the varied random title generators, over at our friends, 7thSanctum.com. They will never know we do this. <laughs> Maybe I'll email them someday. Anyway, uh, Aviva. <clears throat> Let's hear Aviva. It, I, I, I skipped, <laughs> I felt like I skipped some letters in there, but I wanted to come back. I could have glossed over it, but everyone was paying attention to that. <laughs> Aviva. Uh, let's hear your rundown of the new fall series, Good Breakthrough. Good Breakthrough. Tom was your average horrible doctor. 
He got his medical license from the worst college in the country, the Bonkers School of <laughs> Medicine. <laughs> and even though their curriculum was not super advanced, he still barely skated by. Although he was very stupid, and the fact that lives were put into this man's hands were absolutely insane, he had good intentions. He wanted to find the cure for cancer, which would be a good breakthrough <laughs> if that happened. Uh, possibly the goodest breakthrough. <laughs> um, every week, Good Breakthrough takes you through the life of Tom Huffaker, a man determined to find a cure for a horrible disease using methods that make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Tom consistently is convinced that he's found a cure and is always rushing to the nearest hospital with a beaker or test tube <laughs> to alert other doctors of the news, saying, I've done it. I finally found the cure for cancer. And the doctors say, Tom, that's a test tube filled with blue Powerade. <laughs> <laughs> then the next week he'll come back and be like, I found the cure for cancer again, for real this time. And the doctors will say, okay, there are cancer cells in the test tube, but it seems that you've actually developed a new form of cancer that is really bad from anything we've seen before. Coming this fall, it's good breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Abiba. You're welcome. Well, just tune in every week, just rooting for them. <laughs> you don't know Blue Powerade doesn't work until you try it. Yeah, exactly. Could be the good breakthrough we've been waiting for. Aviva, how can people enjoy more Aviva Siegel outside of, uh, you know, the confines of this particular episode of the Stab Show? Um, you can enjoy me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not allowed. You can find me on Twitter at Live in La Viva Loca. Mm -hmm. If you're watching from Sacramento, I'll be on a show at 9 o'clock at the Sacramento Comedy yeah, Spot. You can, you've got time. And if you're in L.A., you can see Talkies every third Thursday at Whammy Analog Media. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, had a, had our friend Jack was going to be joining you guys, unfortunately. I know. Uh, Next time. Yeah. Jack's a good guy to have on that show, so I'm glad you, glad you guys made that connection. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Aviva. Good stuff, as always. Hey. Hey, Jillian. Hey. Again, I'm saying your name, not looking at you. I'm sorry. It's because <laughs> I'm I'm looking up the information. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your uh, your breakdown, your synopses of this new fall TV show, The Fighters of Power. She's a small town girl living in a lonely world. He's a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. And this fall, they're taking the midnight train to destroy the ancient cabal of satanic pedophile lizard people who secretly control the world. <laughs> Guided by hidden clues in the public statements of brilliant cryptographer Donald J. Trump, <laughs> Ashlyn and Bo must rescue the people they love most before they become lunch for Hunter Biden. <laughs> The powers that be will do anything to stop them, but will their biggest obstacle become their raw sexual tension? <laughs> yeah. Where was I going with that? <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay, presented by One America News Network, Elle Fanning and Tom Holland are the fighters of power. Oh, man. Oh. <sighs> so close to him. Actual program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to not think about that anymore. The world <laughs> is burning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look away. 
sadly, that sh- that show would probably have to be a docu series. Uh, <sighs> all right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jillian. Um, how can uh, how can people get more Jillian Marie in their life? Well, I've been doing a lot of painting, so I've been neglecting Ooh. my comedy. But uh, you can catch up with both. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm Hippohotamus. <laughs> I just changed it to combine my two brands. Um, <laughs> that's Hippohotamus. The P is an H because I'm sexy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Oh, so good. So good. Always happy to have you. Uh, and Nick Pettigrew, before we get to this, uh, yeah. this wonderful, wonderfulness to close out this, uh, this program, um, uh, direct people towards ways to uh, see and enjoy Nick Pettigrew. Uh, you know, I have, uh, if you want to go on Steam and get my game, Express Resist, it's Express Resist X-P-R-E-S-S-O-R-C-I-S-T. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's how you spell it. Um, <laughs> Also got an itch page, nickpettigrew.itch.io. If you want to play some lesser games that I've made in the past, probably going to put Slap Fighters up there pretty soon, oh, which shit. is fun. <laughs> nice. Just a game where you slap the shit out of each other. Nice. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, I'm on Twitter, I think. I'm on Instagram. Uh, sometimes I, I might Twitch again in the future. Who knows? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and there's enough of an audience for Slap Fighters. Every once in a while, just. Doom scrolling through Facebook, and there's the videos. They just pop up. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but apparently the algorithm wants me to see enormous men crushing the side of each other's face. I can't <laughs> get enough of those, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I stop. I don't watch. <laughs> Here's the wind-up, and he slowly falls back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those are the best. When they get knocked out, it's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> I don't love it when they like take it for a long time because yeah. their faces start swelling up. Oh. <laughs> Fun. <I> mean, <laughs> again, to each their own. <laughs> uh, it has to be somebody's thing because it exists. That's right. Uh, Nick, let's. Rooms and beanies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you could just walk in, walk to an escape room, and they start you off with just a slap to the ear. Oh. So then you're disoriented, and you got to find a way out. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be great. <laughs> Oh, let's get the, these these warm, warm people off this stage, Nick, with your final piece here. Uh, closing out New Fall lineup and this episode, let's hear your rundown for the New Fall television series, Invasion of Life Mountain. Kevin Sorbo stars in this Christ, <laughs> sorry, this Christian fantasy epic as Hercules Christ. <laughs> Hercules is the defender of Life Mountain, where all life is created. However, the evil trolls of Lib La La Land want to take over Life Mountain for their own so that they can shoot babies from their science cannons to kill God. Now it's up to old flabby Hercules Christ to defend Life Mountain with the only weapon anointed by God, an R-15. <laughs> we all know that life begins at conception, but it ends whenever Hercules says so. Invasion of Life Mountain, probably coming after the 2024 elections. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's how I like to end it. On yeah. A real downbeat. Yeah. No, I wasn't expecting two thirds of this. <laughs> Nobody to, gets to look away. <laughs> to just be Hallmark Channel originals. 
Yeah. And that was a stab show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. And, of course, a very special thank you to our amazing panel, Aviva Siegel, Jillian Marie, and Nick Pettigrew. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, and it seems pretty impossible you couldn't have, especially, <laughs> especially how it ended, well, you're in luck because there's 327 other episodes to love available via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Yes, we have done too many, Michaela. Yes, I know. Too many. Why am I still doing this? Ten years! <laughs> Nine and a half. Uh, uh, podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Good Pods. Or you can see it live here in person at Stab Comedy Theater or on twitch.tv slash stabcomedy. That's all we've got. I've been your host, uh, Jesse Jones, saying a lot of things uh, that I hope you won't check me on because only about 80% sure that they're right. Uh, <laughs> good night! <laughs> <laughs>